Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Welcome to the Lazy Geeks Network. Lazy Geeks Podcast, our weekly geek news podcast that discussed news from the internet for the past week. This is for the week of October 8th, 2017. I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. All right. So, um, dude, you want to feel old, man? Wanna no. feel old? Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> He's shutting down AOL Instant Messenger. You know, this was the fucking jam back in the oh, day. Oh, fuck dude. yeah, dude. You, all, everybody had AIM. You always, it was always your thing. If you met someone in a chat room, something like, yo, yo, you want AIM? You know, it's like, or even just, uh, you know, friends and stuff like, yo, you want AIM? Yeah, what's your, uh, what's your uh, username? Pop. There were three, there were three instant messengers back then. Mm-hmm. It was AIM. Which is where all every all the cool people were. That's right. where your friends were and stuff like that. There was MSN, yeah, which was more business. Yeah, but there was also a, it was funny because it was more business and there was also sketchier people on it. Messenger. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and there was um, ICQ, which was more popular internationally, <laughs> and also the the one that the the pre hipster generation. I use ICQ. <laughs> I don't. Use, I just fuck off. Now back in the day, I had. Uh, Aim. I had MSN and I had Yahoo. Because if somebody oh, yeah, there was Yahoo Messenger too. Yeah, there was the, most people. If if you didn't have Aim, you you most likely had Yahoo. If you were trying to if you were trying to be a little sneaky, you were on MSN. That's right. And Aim. <laughs> I mean, Microsoft. Even, I mean, get even before even before <laughs> there was Aim, it was baked into the AOL browser. Oh yeah. You know, so everybody had that joint. Back like in the day when you were had pay- AOL back in the yeah. dial up days. Yeah. Back in the day when you were paying for email, <laughs> you had a, you, you have- would, you would open AOL as soon as it said, welcome, you would minimize it and then open Netscape navigator because that's what a real business <laughs> was. <laughs> God, I still can't believe we used to pay for that. Uh, you paid for, you get dial up and then you had to pay for fucking AOL. No, fuck all that. I'm not even knocking it because 
all we had was dial up back then. So it wasn't like we were choosing dial up. But then you you get that you pay for your Internet. What was it? Twenty bucks a month. Yeah. Twenty bucks a month. It came with its own software suite. And back then, AOL wasn't bad. It it was I mean, it it was. Yeah, it wasn't bad because there was nothing to compare it to. Right. 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 (laughs) You know, so you got and it had baked in mail and message. I mean, that was the jam back in the day. Yeah, Because everything was there. You shopping, you had movies, you had everything was right there. Are they shutting down? Because they still have that the AOL Mm -hmm. thing. Are they shutting that down, too? No. um, Really quickly, let me just read this article from The Verge. Um, it says that AOL's long-running instant messenger service that was the core of many people's first social experiences on the internet was shut down once and for all on December 15th. AOL announced the shutdown today, acknowledging that people now communicate new ways online. No shit. Facebook Messenger. Yeah, Facebook Messenger. <laughs> I Yeah. Um, or Tinder, you know, depending. <laughs> um, well, it's like Facebook Messenger and, um, and WhatsApp. Yeah. Those are really, I mean, you don't really need anything else other than those two. Uh, AOL cut off access to AIM for third-party chat clients back in March. There were still third-party chat clients. Uh, hitting at the eventual, sh- hinting at an eventual shutdown. It is hard to imagine that many people are still using AIM. So that change, nor this upcoming shutdown, is likely to make a huge difference. AIM was the one of the first and most successful instant messengers widely used in the late 90s, even throughout the, the aughts. Uh, I... I was still using AIM chat when my friends throughout college at the end of the decade, including stay in touch with my not yet significant other while studying abroad. Uh, yeah, that was the cool thing, too, is if you were away, you could always chat through uh, through that. Basically, the pre- predecessor to, you know, WhatsApp. Yeah. Um, and let's see, it says, but the proliferation of smartphones, everything has changed. Text messaging has been taken over for desktop instant messaging apps and increasingly we're seeing other um, social apps like Snapchat and Instagram take over in those cert- in certain ways. For straight messaging, Facebook has made it much easier since you're already connected to everyone you know and you can start a chat without exchanging arcane things like screen names. <laughs> in fact, Facebook is... And you're also pretty much forced to use fucking Facebook Messenger these days. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, other chat apps that have shut down in recent years too: MSN Messenger shut down in 2014 and Yahoo Messenger shut down last year, although Yahoo has launched a new messaging service under the same name. It's only Yahoo never fucking learns, dude. No, them and Blackberry. It's yeah. like, just stop it already. Uh, it's only a matter of time until AIM joined them, but it's still some nostalgia and seeing um, seen it go with AIM it, on its way out the door. Now's your last chance to write that perfect away message. Oh, I forgot about away messages. Yeah. <laughs> when you that were, was like the best thing. You'd be like, I'm, I'm, my away message usually was, I'm in Diablo 2, don't bother me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, my you God. You know what's still going, though? Mm. ICQ, motherfucker. <laughs> you can download it for iOS, Android, PC, web, uh, Mac OS, Linux, and other platforms. Uh, um, no, this, uh, this my, podcast brought to you by, IS, by ICQ. <laughs> Right. My 69 year old mother-in-law uses, um, WhatsApp. And my wife was like, why would she use that? And I'm like, cause WhatsApp is fucking global. That's why yeah. WhatsApp is so popular Yeah, because other countries use it. So she talks to people in El Salvador, um, through that and it's free. Yeah. You know, as long as you're by the internet. Yeah. I was, I was, so, used, um, there was a couple of people I was talking to from the UK and they were on WhatsApp. So it was like, there's there's otherwise you there's no real there's no real noticeable that you're not you're talking to somebody outside the country all right hold on i am on 
AOL.com, which, by the way, is a fucking mess. <laughs> Downloads. They have AOL Mobile. The AOL Toolbar. Please, no. <laughs> AOL's Computer Checkup. Remember that shit, Oh, dude? my God. <laughs> they have super anti-spyware. Oh, yeah, right. System Checkup, Search Card, AOL... The AOL app, Firefox for AOL, AOL desktop for Windows. They still have that. Oh, wow. Yeah. I almost want to download it just to (laughs) use it, dude. It was funny because I remember, um, what was it? Uh, When they, when, when we started getting DSL and, um, and uh, broadband. And I remember like somebody going, well, I'm going to get dsl because i hear it's much faster well i still need aol and i was like no because you used aol before just to get on the internet now you're on the internet <laughs> you no know, when i worked when i worked at um best buy when i was working at geek squad you would we would have a lot of people especially older people that would come in and they were we would be like, all right, well, we need to do a complete refresh of your computer or we're setting up a new computer for them. All right, please make sure you, what we always ask, like any software that you need us to install. And a lot of like the older old hats would be like, uh, can you install the AOL desktop, please? <laughs> like, OK, because that's just how they learned how to use the Internet yeah. and they, they don't want to do anything else. And when you really think about it. For people who really don't give a shit about computers, they just need to get to their email and stuff. If you're linked to AOL, it's got everything in front of you. Right. You know, you don't really have to think about it. But I remember my AOL, I had, you could change. So it had sound effects like you've got mail and welcome, yeah. you know, it, but you could change them. Yeah. To different. And they had some celebrities and mine was Christina Aguilera. <laughs> It'd be like, you've got mail. And I'm like, I bet I do. <laughs> I've never been so anxious to check my mail before. It's <laughs> a so welcome zip. <laughs> welcome. Oh, by the way, I'm installing, skate, 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 skate. I, I'm installing the AOL desktop. Oh, as Jesus we Christ. As we speak, bro. And then we'll talk to you next week. We'll, t- we'll, we'll let everybody know next week on how it works out. Um, so. Our main topic this week is going to be about piracy and how the studios are perpetuating it. But before that, let's talk about some headlines. I guess we should. So in entertainment news this week, after a series of trailers, one of the most anticipated Netflix series was Marvel's The Punisher. New York Comic Con had announced that the panel would have been held at the theater at Madison Square Garden on Saturday night at 5.15, but in light of recent events, the panel had been canceled. Quote, we are stunned and saddened by this week's senseless act in Las Vegas, Netflix and Marvel said in a joint statement. After careful consideration, Netflix and Marvel had decided it wouldn't be appropriate for Marvel's The Punisher to participate in New York Comic Con. The company added that um, added of the gun and violence heavy John Bernthal starring series. Our thoughts continue to be with the victims of those affected by this tragedy. Deadline is reporting at the time that no one um, no one from New York Comic Con had responded to the cancellation and a replacement and no replacement, if any, had been made. But apparent. But um, at the con, they actually had replaced it with the uh, with the uh, I believe it was the uh, documentary for Stan Lee. Um, That panel was uh, was put in its spot on um, Saturday. Uh, One other thing is that the. There had been no release date 
attached with uh, the Punisher. We've seen this trailers. We've seen the images and stuff like that. There was some speculation from some sites that from what they had heard, it seemed like that series was actually going to drop as a surprise this weekend. Um, but that, of course, after recent events in Las Vegas, that had also been nixed. So it looks right. like we might have to, you know, wait a little bit longer. And, you know, if we have to wait into the early part of next year, maybe we'll see the panel again at WonderCon in, in early spring. I mean, it's a shame, but you can understand, you know. Oh, yeah. Why they did it. I mean, you know, you know, there's some people like, what the fuck? That has nothing to do with it. It's like it's called taste. Yeah, it's, it's called having a bit of fucking class. Yeah, you know what it's I mean? like, you know, obviously you don't understand if you if you're one of those people that's bitching about it, you obviously don't have it. <laughs> yeah. The thing, too, you, you have a one. It's 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 customary right. to when something tragic happens to not do. And you see it's happened countless other times where they'll delay shows yeah, or TV episodes where they're rearranged because of those stuff yeah. like that. And, and you don't. And this, is, this was of, horrific. Like, right. You yeah. have a lot of victims involved and, and they're going to. They're going to see the same shit we're going to see. And maybe that's going to affect them. You know, so you have a little bit of class and you and you delay it. It's it's not like they canceled the show. <laughs> you know, that would have been dramatic. But yeah. it but, you know, it is what it is. So moving on to happier news. <laughs> hey, Arnold, 90s kids, <laughs> 90s kids stand up. Dude, I, I love this fucking cartoon. <laughs> hey, hey, Arnold is returning to Nickelodeon, promising to offer revelations about some long held mysteries <laughs> premiering on November 24th at 7 p.m. Eastern slash Pacific. So at seven, um, <laughs> I didn't hey, realize the mythos was so deep that they had to get into look, get into that. Steve don't know because he's an <laughs> 80s kid. OK. <laughs> And these cartoons in the 90s were deep as fuck. Hey, like they my don't cartoons, make cartoons were racist and gun toting. And I'm glad to have those. <laughs> Your cartoons were glorified toy commercials. And and, you know, it's true. <laughs> and <laughs> but they were dope. Anyway, but they, they were, were dope. They anyway. were dope as fuck. And I got all those toys, too, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> hey, Arnold, the jungle movie. Uh, we'll pick up where uh, the original Nickelodeon TV series left off back in 2004. Um, and if you go to the lazygeeks.com and look at our show notes, you can follow the link to IGN and you can watch the trailer. Um, <laughs> Nickelodeon previously. We're like the uh, middleman. <laughs> what? We're like the middleman. <laughs> right. Go through you us, know. you can get over there. <laughs> Isn't, but here's the thing, and, and real quick, when we first started doing the news, I didn't know why we were doing the news. I'm like, it's already on other things. But then I realized everyone does that. <laughs> there's, there's some, there's somewhere. In the universe, there is one news source that everyone <laughs> gets their shit from. I don't know who it is. Right. <laughs> it's probably the BBC or something. Nickelodeon previously revealed a clip of the film during San Diego Comic-Con 2017, which I missed, by the way, which pisses me off. Uh, <laughs> revealed as part of the movie's panel at New York Comic-Con, the trailer teases the adventure awaiting Arnold and his friends. They'll set out in the film it in hopes of finally locating his missing parents. Original voice actors Francesca Marie Smith um, from The Prince of Egypt as well as Helga and Andy McAfee, who's also from Tom and Jerry the movie, but Tom and Jerry don't, whatever, oh, yeah. um, as Phoebe return. Uh, <laughs> alongside new voice talent, Mason Vale Cotton as, from Mad Men as Arnold. Oh, they're changing the voice of Arnold. Well, I'm that's sure the original I'm sure the oh. original kid was or guy was, you know, that's like almost 14 years ago, dude. Probably doesn't sound like that anymore. <laughs> um, Sounds like this after 20 packs of cigarettes a day. 
this <laughs> okay so his best friend arnold's best friend's name is gerald um the child is an african-american in the show this is the one who is voicing him now benjamin lil peanut flores jr <laughs> i'm just gonna let that marinate with y'all um lane torrin original voice oh it's gonna explain it lane lane torrin original voice of arnold and jamie walker smith original voice of gerald will voice che and paulo um two members of the boat crew and san lorenzo and alfred uh molina spider-man from spider-man 2 yeah uh stars as the villain of course la sombra um so yeah probably what you said is true that they're just old now and their voices don't sound like they used to they can't hit those high notes now they sound like this (laughs) other returning voice actors include justin um shankaro uh also from recess as harold um oliva (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> Oliva Hack from Family Guy as Rhonda, Nika Futterman from the Box Trolls as Olga, Dan. I'm not reading this. It's an entire <laughs> paragraph. Of people that are in it. Um, Just a bunch of people you probably heard before. <laughs> right. So basically, um, this is awesome. So Hey Arnold is one of those shows um, that was just. It's any 90s kid or someone who was growing up in the early in the early 2000s definitely remembers this show. They hit on some pretty some pretty good topics. But Arnold's one of the main things is the main character, Arnold. His parents are are gone. He lives with his grandparents um, and it's it's all in New York City and they don't really tell you why. Um, it's brought up a couple of times that he misses his parents, but they never really tell you where they went. Um, honestly. If you're being meta about it, he doesn't have parents because it pushes the fucking story along. He can pretty right. much do whatever he wants. Um, but yeah, everything about the show is dope. So I was, if you, to, I was waiting for you to say like, because it doesn't really fucking matter. Right. Who cares? <laughs> um, but yeah, this is going to be great. I'm I'm actually curious because that was something I always wondered when I was watching the show is where his parents were. So now we'll finally figure it out. So November 24th, motherfuckers, and it's a movie. So you just have to watch it once. <laughs> All right, moving on to the. Ooh, oh, and me. also just to just to uh, update, AOL desktop is done uh, installed. <laughs> so, well, yeah, I mean, it should have been it. There shouldn't be a whole lot to it, really. Oh, it's downloading. Hold on, it's oh. So please select your preferred software settings. Open email in AOL. No. Set AOL as your default button. No. Set AOL certain. No. Set AOL as your default home button. No. Install AOL two bars? No. The fuck you want? <laughs> what the fuck you want AOL for? Is the last option. <laughs> I just want to see how far you've fallen, bitch. <laughs> hey man, that guy Steve Chase made a lot of money. Oh, hold on, dude. I'm having issues. Please enter your credit card number. No, like. Oh. <laughs> that kind of issue. <laughs> Uh, this is going to be great. He's going to call back any minute now. Or is he? (laughs) See, this is what happens during the show when he goes and uh, tries to uh, redo something. Uh, so I guess on this note, I can probably just jump right into my version of the, uh, 
<laughs> he just crashed his computer. Great. So at this particular point, I think I can go on to my game of news because it actually takes a little bit of time. So I'll go ahead and do that. So every gamer knows the annoyance of exclusivity deals, primarily when they're exclusive content with uh, with PlayStation. However, if you've been playing Destiny on the Xbox, you know there are some downloadable content um, for a while. You have not seen some downloadable content for a while now, although that's finally changed as of last week, especially if you stopped playing the original Destiny a long time ago. So as of this past week, if you own the expansion on Xbox One or Xbox 360, if you're still playing on Xbox 360, what's wrong with you? That's really what I'm trying to say. Uh, you will finally have access to the original exclusive content for the PlayStation 3 and 4. So here are some of the ex um, here's some of those, which is Jade Rabbit, an exotic scout rifle, Zen Meteor, an exotic sniper rifle, Sector 8618. Uh, that is the uh, a crucible map set on Earth. Echo Chamber, a strike on Venus. Sublime Engram armor sets to for each of the three classes and fight fire with fire quest from Petra Vang. Uh, you're back with us now. Yeah, you know it's funny. <laughs> what AOL crashed um, your computer? <laughs> no, it wasn't that. I thought it was too. <laughs> Fucking Windows decided to restart for updates. Oh, it didn't even ask you. No. Oh shit! It literally just said restart. It was restarting, and then it said installing up. And it was like a quick update. I'm like, fuck you, oh, because in the middle of doing so, me, the the sound quality may be slightly diminished. Because I lost my recording. Yeah, which is so. which it means that I'm on mine. So I'm actually going through my uh, my uh, gaming <laughs> my gaming store while you were off doing your own thing. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's fine. Let's yeah, keep it moving. Keep it moving. <laughs> it, keep it moving. Uh, so uh, with Rise of Iron, Destiny's developer Bungie also added a number of new items that were available only in the Treasure of Ages packages. That's a mystery box that debuted in March. 2017's Age of Triumph update for Destiny. Until this point, players on both Xbox One and uh, PS4 could only hope that to get these um, as random items drop after Treasure of Ages box. Now we can now you can buy whatever they want directly from the Eververse trading company in the in-game currency Silverdust. And here's the full list: uh, Chrono Shot ornament. For Vex Mythoclast, uh, Divivore of Moons uh, ornament for Necrochasm, Settler, Settled Score ornament for Touch of Malice, Unders Undiscovered Country ornament for No Man Beyond, uh, Balisk's Glory ornament for the Suros Regime, Tiger Shark ornament for Dragon's Breath, Perfected uh, Predator ornament for uh, Lord of Wolves, Rushfire Shader barrage shader and the blast of war shader and activision and sony have usually had a one-year exclusivity window the original destiny was released in september of 2014 the first year's dlc was not released to xbox gamers until september 2015 along with the third expansion destiny's the taken king uh after that the tone was ex um, was expected to be really to be released a year after the ps 
users received it. Unfortunately, af um, after that, all further expansions were quietly pushed back an additional year. Uh, exclusivity deals are for companies, not gamers. People that purchase these games should receive DLC content and purchasable content in a timely manner, not because they just wish to sweeten the deal with the console manufacturers. If you are playing Destiny 2, exclusives will not be available for PC and Xbox One users until at least fall 2018. So if you if you haven't gone back, if you want to go back to the original Destiny and pick up some of those exclusives that only Sony players got, go for it. You have some time now. Now they're available. If not, I just stick with playing Destiny Two. I mean, really, yeah. really took that fucking long. Like that's yeah. amazing. I know you're like, what the fuck? It's been a couple of years now. People aren't even playing that anymore. Come on, right? You've released a new game and you still haven't had that shit. Well, people stop playing the first destiny a little before destiny 2 came out. <laughs> that's true <laughs> but uh, uh but now that you're back right. you know yes now that i'm back actually and i it, this is the thing is aol did crash and it <laughs> gave me like a weird screen and then it restarted like it's almost like windows says oh you fucked up let me just restart everything <laughs> real quick so uh next podcast you will not hear about my review of the AOL desktop. <laughs> I just reviewed it. It fucking sucks. Still. Um, right. So Fortnite's battle Royale mode. Fortnite is a new game. Everybody, all the kids are playing. Uh, Fortnite's battle Royale mode has seen thousands of players banned for cheating and Epic games has no hesitation in banning more with Nathan Mooney community uh, coordinator. Co- Why is it? It's literally co dash ordinator. That's weird. So the community coordinator, Jesus, <laughs> confirming that battling cheats in Fortnite is the highest priority across the company. As reported by VG247, Epic acknowledges that the program, the problem of cheaters in both the Battle Royale and across its games in general is an ongoing problem that they'd they're committed to tackling head on saying that they're targeting both the cheaters themselves and the cheat providers. Epic is not going into detail, but the exact measures it's taking. So, so as not to tip anyone off, but makes assurances that tools are being rolled out to combat cheaters and that this will continue with Mooney emphasizing that Epic has no plans to stop when it comes to tackling cheating. One method Mooney did detail is the use of progression rewards as a discouragement tactic. This will see players earning as they play, creating both a fun and rewarding progression system, but also discouraging players from simply cheating their progression and eventually getting banned. Although he acknowledges that there will still be persistent trolls, he reaffirms Epic's commitment to tackling them. Um, so we've had a couple of stories throughout the history of the podcast where um companies get real firm on cheaters in different games especially online games and i'm always 100 percent behind it um cheaters never wanna, prosper that's right if you want to cheat on a single player game enjoy yourself there's no problem that's what call that. of duty's for <laughs> exactly but when you're playing on when you're playing competitively or you're playing online you're ruining everybody else's fucking time and also i don't understand what joy you get in winning a game that you had to cheat. You just prove that you suck. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense to me, no. but whatever. Rage quit like other people do. <laughs> like, the, exactly. like we used to do back in the day. Rage quit. Don't fucking or, cheat. As they say, get good. You know what I'm talking <laughs> oh, about? Step, step your, your game, game up. up. Exactly. Right. 
Um, so this is cool. Fortnite's a pretty popular game right now. Um, we've seen one company I, I know hits cheaters pretty hard is uh, Blizzard across all their games. They, they'll, be, they'll do sweeps. It's almost like immigration came. Like they just fucking bleh, like thousands of people get kicked off. Um, a friend of mine from work, actually, he got banned because he <laughs> used bots in World of Warcraft. Uh, and that was uh, where the computer you have a computer program that's playing your character to level you up. And his his justification was I've already leveled up in the game. I shouldn't have to be bothered with it. And I'm like, yeah, but they provide a thing where you pay like 10 bucks and you can have a a leveled up character. He's like, no, I'll just do a bot. Got his entire account banned. Good. And he's like, but I had so much stuff. And I'm like, yeah, but you're a filthy cheater. Yeah. So, you know, Cause you, enjoy cause yourself. Because you, you fucking suck. That's the that's <laughs> yeah. that's really what it comes down to. <laughs> well, his thing is, I don't suck because I proved I could do it. And I'm like, I don't care. If you couldn't do it then, then that character sucks. Yeah. If you did it before, why aren't you doing it again? You should, yeah. You feel Oops. entitled, motherfucker. <laughs> Do it, do it like the rest of us who claw and fucking crawl through the level up. <laughs> uh, all right. So moving on into comic news. This is kind of not comic, kind of comic, but not comic. Um, actually, it's really not comic, but it's actually a good story. Anyway, uh, Constantine is one of those characters people were excited to see on the small screen. However, when they announced it alongside Grimm on NBC, people began to have their doubts. Although the series was not perfect, Matt's, Matt Ryan's snarky, demon-hunting dabbler in the black arts lead was perfection. Since its cancellation, fans had been clamoring for him to come back, and he is coming back. Uh, marking his third appearance as John Constantine since the cancellation, Constantine will be returning in a limited run animated series on the CW CW seed. Ryan's fan base for the um, fan base for the character has grown since he reprised this character in Arrow, as well as he, the lead in uh, the animated Justice League Dark. Quote, coming from the minds of comic book and TV show legends, Constantine is executive producer is executive producer in the live action Constantine's David S. Moyer, Greg Berlanti. From the Flash, Arrow, and Supergirl, as we said last time, anytime anything DC now has Greg Berlanti in it, and Sarah Schechter, Blind Spot, Riverdale, and DC's Legends of Tomorrow, and will premiere on CW Seed in early 2018. The Nerdist reports, written by J.M. DeMathis, Justice League Dark, Batman vs. Robin, and directed by Doug Murphy, Justice League Action, Young Justice. The animated series will be 10 episodes long and will have a running time of five to six minutes per episode. Unfortunately, we are getting what amounts to YouTube sized animated episodes for the character, but I'll take it. Ryan is uh, the best characterization of the character. Uh, he is taken straight from the comic. In the early interviews, Matt Ryan said he wasn't familiar with the character. However, his friend was a huge fan of the character and helped him with it. Uh, amazing job. Uh, amazing job because he seems to have come straight from the comic book. Positively, Greg Berlanti is executive producing the comic with Constantine's original executive producer. Maybe it's their way to see if fans will run to the character. Could we see a return to the air? Could we see his return to the Arrowverse like they did with Vixen? We can only hope. However, a, a, a postscript to this story is it was announced on Sunday as we're recording this, that Constantine will be making an appearance on DC's Legends of Tomorrow. 
Um, they, they, they have not, I guess, filmed anything yet regarding it. We don't know when it's going to be released. Some are suspecting it's going to be around the time that this animated series comes out. And we're also not sure just how many episodes he's going to be in, if it's just going to be another single or a couple, but, um, I'd really like to see him back. I think he's just great as, um, as Constantine, um, on a post that I did on Sunday. So when you see this, you have to kind of check it out. Uh, they also released a three minute clip from one of the episodes and it's bloody. Like yeah. it's, it's, it's the DC animation type of, uh, type of violence. You even hear him say, Oh shit in it. So it is not for children, people, <laughs> which <laughs> it never was <laughs> most DC animation. Isn't Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm really happy he's gonna make a comment. He he did a fucking awesome job. Oh my god. And just looking like show. the character too, and like and yeah. right out of the comic, you're just like, yes. So I'm I'm definitely there. Moving right along. Without AOL. Dur- <laughs> right. Um during DC Comics, uh Doc Knight's Metal slash New Age of Heroes panel uh at New York Comic Con. Metal. <laughs> yeah. Batman Metal. <laughs> Three announcements for new stories in comic books were revealed. First among them was Flash War, a new storyline from writer Joshua Williamson and Howard Porter. Williamson explains how he always gets asked who is the better Flash, Barry Allen or the classic Wally West. So he's going to use this story to address that fan debate. It will kick off in the Flash annual number one out in February. A new comic that is part of DC's new Dark Matter slash New Age of Heroes line uh, was revealed titled The Curse of Brimstone by writer Justin Jordan and actor, I'm sorry, artist uh, Philip Tan. Jordan explains explained how it is a horror book that takes place in a rural forgotten town as opposed to a well-tread place like Gotham or Metropolis. A mysterious figure called the Salesman makes an offer to a 20-something local. He'll give him the power to make the town better if he works for him. Naturally, the young man accepts and quickly realizes that his new powers of smoke and fire end up causing more bad than good. Sounds like some fucking deal with the devil shit. Yeah. Um, the cut, co- the cover, maybe <laughs> oh, the cover to the curse of brimstone. Number one, along with all titles in this line are getting covers that fold out for a total of three panels. I love those. So oh, these yeah. are that shit back in the day. Oh yeah. Um, but with a twist that they fold out vertically, um, they use the extra space Playboy to foreshadow. <laughs> yeah. They use the extra space to foreshadow the entire story to come. That'd be dope to like buy just two copies and then put it up as like a poster. Yeah. Um, the final new book is The Unexpected by writer Steve Orlando and artist Ryan Soup. Orlando described it as Dark Tower meets The Expendables. Interesting. Yeah. It features a team of people who have all made horrible mistakes they think they can never come back from. And by coming together, they'll get a chance at redemption. It's a strange cast full of obscure characters and new riffs on old ideas. Neon the Unknown, Ascendant, Viking Judge, and more. Mm. Um, Also, before the panel ended, Dark Knight's metal writer, uh, Scott Snyder, um, tease that something big would be coming after metal saying how they're going to moneyball all the teams. And he threw out names like Starro, Sinestro and Superman with the panel 
with the panel time up, DC publisher Dan Didio uh, cut Snyder off just as he mentioned something called Seven Sins, ending the panel on a cliffhanger to just to just what Snyder was talking about. So there's a little update from the uh, DC panel from New York Comic Con, which is just as important as San Diego Comic Con these days. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was, I thought that was the end of it. I thought there was more for that going on. Oh, that's um, it. Um, you know, we don't have. I know who the best Flash is. Eobarthon. Stop it. He never dies. Just, just stop it. He He's a piece dies. of shit. He never dies. He's not Flash, though. We're talking about dies. people who were the Flash. He was a fucking bootleg Flash. <laughs> That's like saying that's like saying the he's like the cam copy of the Flash. Like he's the one you downloaded before it got out of theaters. <laughs> he's shit. the MSN Messenger of Flash. Exactly. He's the AOL desktop of Flash. He's just gonna crash your he's computer. Crash if you your computer. That's right. Uh, oh, that's great. All right. So into technology news. Yes, Netflix is raising its prices, and the world is ending. The internet is beginning, as usual, the debate on whether Netflix is worth keeping. The most popular options are seeing a rate increase of $1 to $2 this month. However, regardless of the $1 to $2 increase, the Republic will still stand. Uh, Netflix announced on Friday that they will be increasing their HD plan, which has two screening viewing simultaneously from $10 to $11. The 4K premium plan, which allows four screens simultaneously, uh, will uh, increase from 12 to $14. The very basic plan of one screen and standard viewing, if you're actually using that option, is going to remain at $8 a month. Depending on your billing cycle, the price increase it will for current members will begin on October 19th, just ahead of the uh, second season release of Stranger Things. If your billing comes after or comes before the 19th, you'll uh, comes before the 19th, you will receive the old price until your November billing. New members are being charged uh, the new price. Quote, from time to time, Netflix plans and pricings are adjusted as we add more exclusive TV movie, TV shows and movies, introduce new product features and improve the overall Netflix experience to help members find some great um, something great to watch even faster. The company told Engadget. While the Internet cannot stand the one to two dollar increase, it is important to note two things. The last price increase was two years ago mm-hmm. and they have to keep creating the content you enjoy. Shows like Orange is the New Black, Stranger Things and Narcos do not remain the same for each additional season. The Internet and its pundits need to calm the fuck down. Lastly, Netflix has created some great original content uh, for years now. Their pricing has rose slowly over those years compared to the media giants. They continue to raise prices whenever the wind changes direction. Not to mention Netflix shows are normally better than the network television. Uh, You will need to uh, you will deal with the rate increase and look forward to the next one probably in two years. The funny thing is, is that I I, I was thinking about this the other day and I think Netflix and I, I hope they don't, but I think they could justify justifiably raise their price to twenty dollars a month, and it would still be worth it because of all the fucking content they provide. Yeah, but I think at twenty bucks a month, I think you're kind of pushing. 
I, no, I, I'm I, saying that's the that's the limit. Like <laughs> that's the <laughs> highest I would pay for it. But it's 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 come it's come to the point where people Netflix is such a fixture now that people will whine about it, but they'll still pay it. It's, yeah. They're not going to cancel their Netflix account. Or they do, because they then do they're going to be the weirdo that doesn't have they'll Netflix. They'll do it for a month and then they'll realize, oh, fuck. <laughs> I want to watch this. I want to watch that. Right. And then they're going to end up going there and they're going to sign back up for Netflix. Like we but don't the, have cable. We don't have cable in my house. Netflix and Hulu is is not it's not an option to cancel it. But, like I, but I think that's a good question for our main discussion topic. I think that kind of will apply yeah. into that, too. Which is uh, Steve's way of telling me to shut the fuck up. No. So. <laughs> Moving Hashtag along. Sorry, not sorry, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. I was about to go into a whole thing, too. Um, so this article comes from the prophylic, prophylactic, prophylactic. <laughs> um, <laughs> that sounds more right. <laughs> right. TheLazyGeeks.com. Um, earlier last week, we reported some claims that the iPhone 8 Plus was bulging. Not in a good way. Um, Two reports from Japan and Taiwan were claiming that the phone was splitting at the seams. As it was only two reports, many in the media played the report reports as low key. However, it seems it seems that reports are coming in from various countries around the world about the same issue. TechCrunch is reporting that it has gotten enough attention that Apple's looking into the issue. The site is reporting that CNET is reporting See, I told you they all get it from each other. Yeah, they all get it from one Uh, another. Is is reporting six different issues in in give different countries and a few different countries that are splitting along the side on the iPhone eight. Reuters, I go to Reuters a lot, is reporting that Chinese state media is reporting that an iPhone buyer purchased an iPhone eight plus and it arrived cracked open on cracked open on October 5th. However, it seemed to have been bulging similar to other reports. Now the device devices have not been exploding or catching fire. (laughs) (laughs) Although if batteries are bulging, um, this could happen. Um, TC believes that the iPhone eight issue could be limited to the batteries. It is reported that the new iPhone eight has a smaller battery than the prior iPhone seven, given the low numbers of people purchasing the device at launch could be the reason we have few incidents reported. However, if the iPhone X is using the same battery and it begins bulging on that device, the news will make the rounds rather quickly, especially especially the price of the device is coming in at about a thousand dollars. As the device has only been out for a couple of weeks, we'll have to wait and see if more reports come in. So. I laughed <laughs> when I read this. Now, the reason I laugh, and I'm not going to be mean because I was nice to Samsung when this happened. <laughs> I'm not going to be mean. Listen, I I didn't say anything. Testing probably could have been better. Same thing I said with Samsung. It happens. Okay. But I'm laughing not at Apple. I'm laughing at Apple iPhone users (laughs) because they talked a lot of shit. Yep. When the note was fucking up, that don't happen with Apple. That's why I don't fuck with Android. Fuck you. You got like the same issue. Right. Yeah. And, suck it, this dick. and it's, it's <laughs> I mean, I, I started, I saw that and I was like going bulging. And then I thought it was that whole, uh, remember when they first did the plus line and people were yeah. complaining that the, the pluses were bending because they're fatter phones and people were sitting on them because they sit on them with the old iPhones. Cause they were a lot smaller. I thought, well, maybe it's just, 
you know, that shit. Maybe they did something different. But then I was like going bulging. And then I was seeing him. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Like, what the hell's going on with that? So, yeah, it, it's interesting that they're they're bulging at that. If they are from the battery, uh, that that is an issue like that will. And that will be an even bigger issue if it also if, don't don't sit on your phone. Yeah. People, That's, please. Mostly chicks. I see a lot of chicks that do that because they carry their phone in their back pocket. Yeah. And then they wonder why they fall into the toilet all the time because. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Like it, it's almost the staple of the basic now right. is, is the, the they have these giant phones and a quarter of them are in the pocket and the rest of it's hanging out. Do you want your phone stolen? <laughs> like I'm tempted to steal it. And maybe maybe cop a little booty grab on the way. Yeah. <laughs> Pulling those. You doing the Jordy LaForge maneuver? <laughs> no, my uh, my my uh, and she doesn't listen to this podcast. But my sister in law, when we went to the Grand Canyon, she she kept her phone. She had the I think at the time she had the iPhone six, and she kept it in her back pocket. And then she went into the restroom and it fell square in the fucking toilet. Yeah. Because I- and she came out and I said, "What did we learn?" <laughs> that was what i said like what the fuck's wrong with you like yeah i had and then she immediately went and got the new iphone <laughs> <laughs> well yeah i had a, a a former co-worker who did the same thing she is and she's an older you know she was about probably a little older than me but yeah she had her she always carried her phone in her back pocket and then she came out and then ran back in and then came out and then said that her phone had fallen in the toilet i'm like yeah because you carried it in your back pocket it's like right. it's like what are you doing or here's a, here's a better a better point about phones and bathrooms in general. Why don't you just not use your phone while you're in the bathroom? No, it's because it's in their back pocket, and then when they take their pants down, it just slides right out. It's gross. But I, <laughs> the only reason I remember remember that too is because um, I'll, I'll go to work in the restroom and I'm at the urinal, and there'll be someone at the next like the urinal next to me, and they're on their phone. I'm oh, like, yeah. really, <laughs> really, dude? You can't put it down for for long enough to take a leak. <laughs> Like, come on, dude. Well, if you're sitting at the toilet, okay. But if you're at the urinal, that's, yeah, that's where I draw the line. And then you hear people playing games. Because I need two hands. I'm just saying, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I can't carry, I can't carry my phone and my dick because it's so much weight. I'll pass out. (laughs) Because I need, I need my other hand to hold up against the wall so I don't fall into the urinal. (laughs) Exactly. It's a leverage thing. You know, it's. Uh, more like uh, a disability if you really want to think about it think about it yeah all right so on that and then i have to use that other hand because otherwise it just falls into the bottom of the urinal and that's just gross right and i always have to use the urinal that's for children the lower one because i don't like getting it in the water you know Uh, on that note i think it's time we uh conclude the headlines all right so this week's discussion topic was (laughs) something that adam was like um we already talked about cutting the cord why you know and it it's not that i was that i was um kind of saying that we were backtracking on that because everything we said on that episode is is completely accurate my my question in this was going back to you know uh exclusive exclusivity content on streaming services i.e like star trek um discovery or uh the good the good 
it's not the good wife, but it was the good uh, something else. There was a spinoff of that show that was exclusively on CBS All Access. Um, and then shows that are coming out like the, the, the Handmaiden's Tale on Hulu. And the limited online content and also uh, studio or TV shows that are on that, you know, maybe on their second season. But because of certain sites, you can't view you can't binge watch the entire season to catch up to, you know, say a new season. And this is all from personal experience. And um, and I thought that a lot of that a lot of that actually perpetuates the very thing that these studios and, and content providers uh, claim they hate online piracy. Uh, so I kind of wanted to just kind of discuss that for a little bit and, and say that, you know, with, with the advent of, Oh yeah, you know, you can watch these shows online, but you really can't watch all of them online. Like you, you know, like we've gotten into this Netflix culture where we can just binge watch an entire series in like three days, bloodshot eyes and pizza boxes all over your your apartment or what have you. Mm-hmm. And, and and you're like, OK, now what do I do? You know, like uh, what's that? The crack guy from um, Dave Chappelle. <laughs> hey, you got any more of that uh, that crack right in there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, I kind of wanted what did what did you what what are your thoughts Please discuss. <laughs> well, on this whole thing in general, it's like they they try to combat they try to combat um, piracy, and and their their methods of combating piracy create more piracy, right? Which is funny um, to watch, uh, but I just think that. Um, as we go on and, and as as they're like, oh, piracy is. But first of all, piracy isn't as big of an issue as they want you to believe. All right. Um, the people most people do not pirate things. They, they really don't. The majority of people that use computers every day are not pirating things. Right. Um, it's it's usually teenagers or, or geeky people who just know how to do it. Right. You know, but but um, not not saying that we do here at the Lazy Geeks. No, not at all. Um. I have an account for CBS all access, of course. (laughs) Um, The thing, the thing is, is that as they make it, they try to make it more and more difficult for people to pirate things, which never works. Right. Um, They make it more and more difficult for people who are actually paying for these services to actually enjoy the content. Right. Um, And CBS all access is an excellent example. You, you have a service that has so much DRM built into it that it keeps crashing or buffers, or you can't watch it on this device, but you can watch it on that device and all this other silly shit. Like um, one of them is voodoo too. voodoo's a, you can get movies from it. Mm -hmm. Um, You've probably seen the stickers when you buy a Blu-ray, it says get a voodoo copy or whatever. Um, you, I can watch HD voodoo movies on my television, like through the Xbox or whatever. But when I'm on the computer, I can only watch SD. Oh, right. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> you know, like it's so annoying. Like, I bought the movie and right. some of these movies, we, my, my wife likes to buy the kids movies directly from voodoo because the kids are just going to scratch fucking discs anyway. Right. Um, but let's say they buy a movie. I want to watch it on the computer. Now I have to watch it in standard definition. Yeah. Which sounds like a first world problem. I know, <laughs> but I didn't pay for a fucking DVD. Right. You know, so it's, it's a pain in the ass, but, um, 
What are some other fucking examples? There's so many examples well, of the, the, the examples that I came across was like CBS All Access, um, CBS All Access and, and many of the complaints. And I think I'm I'm going to sign up for a trial and just kind of test it on that. And then I may discuss it further in a, a, a further just another podcast episode. Um, but, uh, one of the things that, that I've, I've been reading about has been, yeah, they've had record signups, but I've also been reading a lot of people complaining about issues of buffering or even if the show wasn't even able to be played, you know, they bought it specifically to watch Star Trek discovery. And there were a lot of comments where like, I signed up to watch discovery, but I kept getting this and they take a screenshot of, you know, the, the error message they were getting and then said, so I canceled it right away. I want to see the rate of decline versus the rate of cancellations versus the rate of renewal of, of signups and see where right. the issue is there. But another thing that that I ran into, and this was something kind of recently, I think I may have mentioned on the show. I don't know if I have. I started watching um, the Lethal Weapon television series. Um, if you listen to my other podcast, uh, uh, the Extended Play Movie Podcast, you know I love the original the original films. So I was very apprehensive about this, but one of my, um, by my co-host on that one actually saw some of those options, um, some of those episodes through work, and said, "You know what? I think you really might like it. Give it a shot. Try it." So I went on there and I saw that season one. So I started watching the first couple of episodes. Then season two debuted, and then I went back on, and this is through Fox's own app, by the way. Fox's own, not even Hulu or anything like that. You go into it. Oh, the new season premiered. So they only show you the last five episodes of season one. Right. And you can't watch anything else. And that's a problem I've always had with Hulu. Depending on the popularity of a show or the deal that they struck with that show, nine times out of ten, you can only get the last five episodes. And it's for obvious reasons, because they they want they want to sell on Blu-ray sales too. Cause a lot of, a lot of television shows nowadays. Well, no, this is even, make, through, this is even through current seasons. So let's say maybe let's say, you know, you, your DVR fucked up. You haven't been able to see the last month or so of, or your DVR got full and you couldn't record the last one, last, you know, like last 10 episodes you've been gone or something like that. You go home and you're like, Oh shit. I only got like the, the, the last three you go on there. You can only see the last five. So what happens in the middle? You have nothing to go on. Right. So unless you're the little more creative or ingenious in the fact, you just go, well, shit, the only way I can see it is if I go online and look at it through a non-sanctioned site or, you know, acquired another way. So it's like, yeah, but so what do you do with the fan base there? It's like you assume, oh, well, the fans don't go any more than five episodes, fall more than five episodes behind. What about new people that maybe caught up? Oh, I want to catch up on the whole thing. And then they can't view it. And even if they caught up on season one, let's say they went out and actually bought it or rented through Netflix or something like that and then decide, well, I want to catch up on everything that I missed on season two. How are you going to do that? You know, because you only get the past five episodes, including the one you just saw or maybe the two you just saw. And that's three. And then you have the rest of that season that you can't view. Right. You know, and it's just it just sucks too because they the streaming services are really the way everybody wants to watch tv now right um i'm not big on binge watching but most people want to binge watch things now they just want to get it out of the way much like what would happen back in the day if you bought the dvd set Mm -hmm. um but 
there, well, there's, I just there's, bought all ten seasons of the X Files, bro. Yeah. We're gonna go. We're gonna fucking do some coke and watch this whole thing in one city. It was more. It was also more of an event back then too, because you had to go buy them. Yeah, you, you and then you had buddies that come there. over, like going, "Oh shit, we're gonna watch them of that," you know, that kind yeah. of shit. Yeah. Um, but the the problem is, and this is what I was bringing up with with Hulu. So Hulu has the last five episodes, right? Right. Well, of course they do, because the the people who are putting the shows on there, they want to sell you the Blu-rays, you know, and it doesn't matter if it's the current season or not. Like they could go, oh, well, you know, I always thought they should leave whatever the current season is up. And then when the new season starts, then take the current the previous season off. I think more people would be happy that way. But still, you can't catch up. Right. You know, you have to. But then you could just go buy the season. It's available somewhere. You know, if yeah, you want to catch up. And that, but see, that, that, therein lies the problem. Because naturally, most of these episodes are available for free. You know, on, I mean, like, let's just say network television is all available for free, over the air, what, what have you. Then you have other ones that are through paid channels. And, you know, a lot of those, like AMC and stuff like that, will house a lot of their, their previous stuff. Right. But one thing that, like, bothers me is I'm going to I'm going to mention the Fox app because well shit that's the one I was using most usually when you're signing up to use uh Showtime anywhere or show I don't know it's one of the the non-paid Showtime app HBO Go you know the Stars app you have to you in order for you to use it for free you've got to go ahead and and um you know log into whatever provider you're you're using to get that channel but the problem is, is that when I went to the Fox and this is Fox app. So this is Channel 11 in L.A., you know, that has Family Guy and and, and Orville and all that show. I still have to log in or um, I still have to log in to my cable subscriber. Right. Which is like you're available. You're throwing this for free, not to mention you're also showing commercials, you know. So it's like, uh, you know, it's like that. That's kind of annoying. But at the same time. My my whole point on that is when you have issues like that, where you're trying to go ahead and look at past episodes or anything like that. Yeah, they'll go, OK, well, only the past five episodes. Well, you can go you can go on iTunes and 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 see them there. You have to pay for them. So you have to pay for whatever episodes you want to view through iTunes or like CBS does um, where they're like, oh, yeah, you know, you you go ahead on CBS All Access. You need to go ahead and um, and sign up for our app or you can watch them on your computer through CBS online. Right. Or, but you have to wait five days for that episode to become available on there. But if you pay for our access, you get it the next day. And and I think that's part of the problem, too, is that there's too many companies trying to make their own streaming services. So now you 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 have too many like, well, this one's more restrictive than this one. Why? Why can't this one provide this? But this one can't. And it's it becomes a fucking clusterfuck. Like you can't you can't understand why one can do it and the other can't. Right. And like from from a business sense, I get it. You know, it's like they they want to charge you to make money. They're, they're, it's not a fucking charity. Like I understand that, but the problem is, and and they say it a lot with uh with like governments. If if a government has power, it's they're never going to give it back to you. Right. Well, it goes the other way around. If if the consumers have an ability to do something easily and free. And then you're like, oh, that's not going to be free anymore. Don't expect them to just follow you. Right. Like, oh, OK. You then know, I'll just like, find something else. 
it's getting ridiculous now. Like everyone has Netflix. Mm-hmm. Let's just assume everyone who uses streaming has Netflix. That's the one you start with. Right. So that's Netflix. You, that's Netflix. You have to. That's pay the marijuana. For. Like the, you know how they say like, oh, pot leads to other things. That's that. <laughs> right. That's what Netflix is. Netflix is the marijuana of streaming services. You start we'll there. Use, <laughs> I'll use I'll use my house as as an example because I, I think I'm pretty common in my streaming stuff. Sure. So I have Netflix. <laughs> I don't have cable, so I have Netflix and I have Hulu. I also have Hulu TV. Um, so my Hulu is like $45 a month. Don't you have Amazon, um, um, the Amazon shipping? Yeah. So I have Amazon, you have Amazon, Amazon TV too, just as a byproduct of having the Amazon prime. So I have those three. Um, so now I have those three streaming services, which pretty much have everything that I would ever want to watch. But wait a minute. Now I want to watch Star Trek. So now I got to get CBS All Access and pay ten bucks a month for that on top 10, of and additional ones. So we're up to. Um, I also just found out I pay monthly for Prime because my wife is silly. Uh, so <laughs> I think Prime is ten dollars. So ten dollars, and then um, Netflix is what twelve right now. I'm not sure which uh, plan you have, but yeah, it's um, going I have up the to, most expensive plan that you can get with Netflix. Um, then probably yeah, I think like twelve. All right, so now we're up to 22. I have Hulu with Hulu TV. That's about 50. We'll just say because I have HBO too. Um, so 50. My my entertainment budget is at 72 dollars. So now I got to pay 10 additional dollars just to watch one show. Right. Oh, excuse me. It has other CBS shows that I don't want to watch. <laughs> you know, and CBS even, even knows and, that. And yeah, and even that because they're thinking nobody thinks about like, oh, it's only 10 bucks. But then when but then when you start getting and here's the thing, here's the thing that most of them don't really realize is that it's like comics. It's like buying comics. If you purchase comics before, you know what I'm about to say. When money gets tight. Certain things go. Yep. And when you start looking at your pull list. Yeah, you start looking at the pull list and you start thinking like, oh, shit. okay, well, this run hasn't been particularly good. You start cutting those out. Well, this only had I'm only really into this when they get to these story arcs, but they haven't been too bad. Or I'm not paying three ninety nine for this comic. You know, you start cutting those. You start going with the comic went weekly and it's pissing me off. Right. Exactly. Exactly. This I don't know how they did this, but they went twice in one week. I don't know how that's even possible. (laughs) I'm not even every day with this fucking comic. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. Exactly. You know, and, you know, so you start cutting that you start doing that with with um, with television. Yeah. You're like, on, oh, this one's like, oh, it's an extra 10 bucks. When you think about it, it's always an extra 10 bucks. But, you know, and it's the same thing in sales. And I, I've been in sales for a long time and you never just, dis- you know, you always go, oh, well, you know, you just you it's called the add ons. You know, when you when you when you're selling something, you're like, oh, yeah, you're, you're getting this. Yeah, you can get this. This is only this is only 10 bucks. They're like, oh, OK, yeah, it's only 10. This is only five bucks. Oh, OK. Then suddenly you're at one hundred hundred and fifteen bucks. And you're like, what the fuck? And you're like, well, this plus this plus this. Then you right. then once you start looking at the whole number, that's when things start getting a little fucking weird. So. You know, and, and here's the thing, when you start breaking down. You know, those add ons, you're going to start looking at, well, I don't need this. I don't need that. Like when I when when I left my job, I immediately first thing I did when I came home was, okay, what do I need to cut off? Okay, so I cut off the, you know, uh, the men's shave club. I, you know, that was 10. It's like, but that's 10 bucks. It's like, yeah, but that adds up during the month. Yeah. You know, every month, every every dollar counts. Yeah. So you you, you cut that. You know, I I was going to cut Hulu, but then my brother's like, 
it's only uh, I'll take uh, you know I'll cover that <laughs> you know it's yeah because like, he wants it for something right you know and and so it does that but then when you go like when you're looking at those like for me it would be like okay I would cut Hulu you know because I also have cable so it's like most of those shows if I'm watching I, I DVR them anyway um, and I usually use Hulu as a backup for for those shows in case you know shit happens but most instances I'll, I'll do that but i have we have amazon prime because we have um there two we have amazon and then netflix and netflix my brother covers so it's like you know when you look at it and you're going to start looking at well what do i use more well netflix has this that and the other thing plus i'm watching all these shows so i'm just going to keep netflix and netflix is usually the one that everybody keeps it's everything after that prime well i have already have amazon prime and um, so that's kind of and most people you have you to keep really in mind too. <laughs> you have to keep in mind too. Most people have cable of some sort, right? You know, so they don't. When you have cable, the only one you really quote unquote need is Netflix because for the occasional movie watching and and some of those shows, Hulu is the secondary one. Like Hulu's the one that you you don't have a DVR or you like some of their original programming because they're copy original too much, or you DVR too much shit on it anyway. Exactly. Like, oh, well, I'll just watch it the next day. Because on, Hulu, on. like you've already made up, Hulu is not for catching up on things. Mm-hmm. So it's only for current stuff. Netflix has stuff that going all the way back to the first season, stuff like that. Um, most people have. If you have no one gets Amazon Prime for the video service, people get <laughs> Amazon Prime and then have the video service. Yeah. Um, so and then and they've start and they've they started having their own initial content, their own individual man on the high, man in the high castle, uh, that new the tick, that new Jack Ryan series that's supposed to come out. You know, they, they're 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 making waves, you know, and if you really think about it, I have so I have Hulu TV and Netflix. My my budget for television watching is more expensive than most people's cable bill if you don't include the equipment fees. Right. So it's not like I'm saving money. Well, I guess I am because I don't have to buy equipment. But the 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 whole point is, is that they they're expecting way too much. CBS All Access. I know you brought up Fox, but CBS All Access is my main thing. And it pisses me off because they're basically going You'll pay for this because you're a Star Trek fan yeah. and you have to, you know, it's like, well, fuck you. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and, and when you start doing that to people, people who know there are ways to get these shows some other way. Yeah. They're going to go get them some other way. Now, if this show was on regular TV, I'd watch it on regular TV. I have Hulu TV. I would watch it. I pay for that service. Right. You know, no problems. But they decided that one of probably the biggest production value and best show that CBS has had in a long time is deserving is, is goes on the, the CBS all access. And a lot of people are going, well, they must not have much faith in it. It's like, no, 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 no. They're trying to trick you into buying CBS all access. <laughs> right. are going to put their biggest money grab on CBS all access. And my wife goes, well, should we get it? Cause, um, cause, uh, you can watch Star Trek and then also, uh, they have the big bang theory. And I go, oh, yeah, I can watch uh, for the last three seasons and I'm coming to collect a check because right. that show hasn't been good for a long time. Right. You know, so it's just stupid. It pisses me off. Like, just put your shit on Hulu like everybody else. Right. And get your money from Hulu. 
you know, and worry about your ratings like we're supposed to be worrying about in today's day and age. <laughs> you know, it's 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 just getting it's getting ridiculous. And I understand, you know, I understand that it's not a charity and they're in it to make money and blah, 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 blah. But there's better ways to make money that aren't going to make your fans feel like they're just being used. Right. You know, yeah. so. Yeah. And, and that's kind of really where where I'm at in that is just the fact that it's like, look, you know. We have you you provide content because here's the real thing. When you look at shows like Netflix and the thing is, is that, you know, people look at and this has always been the problem with a lot of these is the fact that they're like, oh, well, you know, with people buy Netflix, you know, and, and they watch all their, you know, all their stuff. It's like that's not the sole reason. Yeah, they produce content. But they also have a lot of shit that I want to watch, just movies that they that they have on there, you know, all that stuff. And it's just like I, I don't I don't I, you know, it's like simply going to, oh, well, they'll pay for that isn't true because it's like, yeah, Netflix, I would pay for the viewing of the movies or the TV shows that I want to catch up on or just movies that I always want to see. And, yeah, they do happen to have like Stranger Things and and Narcos and, and those other things and some of those I watch, but it's like. If, if it was strictly just all that, I probably wouldn't have it, you know, if they didn't have right. another value, like the same thing with Amazon. I have that and a byproduct is, oh, OK, I can, you know, you know, uh, I can check this out and watch this here. And, and, and you know, like um, what is it called? The, uh, only, the only show I can remember that Amazon and, and granted, I haven't really looked at their offerings very much, but is Man on a High Castle. Mm hmm. That's the only one I can think of Amazon having. Well, no, they have they have a quite a few other series, but not a lot of other series that I would probably, you know, normally look out for. And and right. that's just the that's just the, you know, the way things are, you know, the way that is with that. So, you know, but, you know, there there are other shows that I'm sure other people really want to see and really want to catch up and and want to go through that. And that's fine, you know, but to force well, people it, uh, to, you know, say like, oh, well you want to watch star Trek, you're going to have to sign up for our service. And that this basically forces people to just do something else. What was I going to say? I was too concerned that I was interrupting you and I can't remember. Oh yeah. So CBS all access, they have to watch commercials during the show, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's bullshit. Well, it's the same thing with Hulu. You got to, oh, we'll pay 11. It's uh, bullshit when Hulu tells me to do it too. Yeah, because at some point it's like, okay, you're making money from the commercials. You're making money from the user. At what point does it become double dipping? The only time I excuse it for Hulu is when I'm watching Hulu TV because you're getting it streamed from television. Right. So, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll give. I'll watch some commercials. And I don't really mind watching commercials. It doesn't bother me that much. I was making a big deal out of it with Steve the other day. <laughs> I was like, I was yeah, watching, I'm not so uh, sure about that. You know? Well, I was watching or- the Orville, um, and I watch it through Hulu TV, obviously. And if I, if I watch it on Thursday... I have to watch all the commercials that people watch on TV. If I watch it on Friday, it's on normal Hulu and I don't have to. I think I have to watch like two commercials the entire fucking time. God damn. But, <laughs> but I'm impatient and I want to watch the show on Thursday night when I come home from work. So fucking, I'm watching the commercial every five fucking minutes. Is this how people watch TV now? <laughs> and then I realized I realized that it's fine. It's not a big of a deal. But that that's the problem though is that and i remember i think it was supergirl was the first show that i realized 
on normal Hulu, there was commercials. And I was like, why? I pay for Hulu. Why do I have to watch commercials? And then I said, fuck it. Now we pay for Hulu with no commercials. (laughs) Um, But there's a lot of double dipping going on. There's, there's a lot, there's a lot of um, how much money can we bleed out of you? And Star Trek fans especially are, are used to that to an extent because paramount is ridiculous oh, like yeah. the the amount of the blu-ray and dvd sets sometimes they've <laughs> actually gone down a lot um well depending they, on which one you buy because depending yeah because yeah, sometimes well, it's like you oh you can get, buy the blu-ray um, but then you can buy the fucking dvd for twice as much no you can get the blu-ray set of next generation right now for like 80 bucks that blu-ray set used to be like 400 dollars like it was silly how expensive it was, you know, and it's, um, that's a whole nother fucking podcast that we can talk about how (laughs) Paramount's crazy. But, um, yeah, I mean, my, my really the only thing left I can say on is that this is, this is, this is a bubble that's going to pop. Yeah. And, and we see it a lot with tech and, and just any new thing is it gets, it gets to be to a point where they can't, screw anyone anymore because they start getting a diminishing return because right. people start pushing back like fuck you I, I can't do this and then they'll they'll bring it back down we saw it with cell phones yeah. um when cell phones were going crazy with the fucking overage charges and this and that and then there was that one cell phone company that was like uh oh, we'll just you can have unlimited if you want then all of a sudden everybody had unlimited right you know so we just have to wait but the, the interesting thing with this is netflix is already doing it the way everybody wants it to be done. Yeah. And Netflix is the baseline for pretty much yeah. everybody. And, and if you notice that, you know, because the returns aren't as, as powerful for studios and, and tele and content providers, basically um, they don't like it. They, they don't like Netflix, but they're going to cop, try to copy that model and then maximize as much money revenue that they can, they can, which Hulu is the prime example. That's what happens when you have studio studios running a website. Right. You know, they did take the terms and then they'll just like, well, we'll just throw in commercials and people will people will be OK with commercials, even in fucking movies now, even movies where they don't have commercial breaks. You still have to do with the commercial before the movie. But then now you have all the all the main networks want to have their own streaming service. And it's like, fuck you. Like, imagine if how many primetime stations are there that have sitcom or shows it's like five, right? Four. Oh, no, so- no. You know, five if you count the CW. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I guess we will. But no, we have to nowadays because they have all the good shit now. Yeah, they have the shows um, that I watch. The only network so, shows that I watch. <laughs> so imagine, and this isn't this isn't that that too far fetched of an idea, that all five of those networks say, you know what, fuck it, we're pulling all our shit from Hulu, pulling all our shit from Netflix, and we're going to start our own individual services. Each of them, how much is CBS All Access? Ten dollars, right? All right. It's fifty bucks. Yep. So now you're just paying for fucking cable now. Yeah, pretty much. And that's for the, stations that's, that are free. Yeah. <laughs> and that's going to be the downside. You know, everybody wants a la carte because they're like, well, I want this, but I don't want this shit. If you're paying for CBS All Access, that's everything that's owned by Viacom, which means the shit that you didn't want to begin with, you're still going to pay for. So, you know, it, it, that's the big issue. I think just to kind of go out on this is uh, is the fact that piracy will never go away, but it's never as big of an issue as they say, because they always say, oh, it takes millions away. No, they just release bad shit. You know, in, yeah. in movies, it's just, you know, bad shit. You know, nobody wants to see that. But in television, you know, the studios are the ones that are really doing it. You know, they're the ones that are there that are, are, are causing this proliferation of people, you know, 
downloading seasons and, and watch, binge watching them and or waiting for Netflix. That's one of the good things with CW now, because CW, I used to have an issue with because they would they were on Hulu and I could only get the last five episodes. And then I when they started the, dumping them on Netflix. They start, well, they did, but they would dump them like right when the DVD release happened. And because the fact that this is now their big moneymaker, they want they 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 took the ABC route that made with Netflix with um, Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. A week after the the finale airs, they dumped the whole season out on on um, on uh, Hulu. I mean, on um, Netflix, which is really the prime way to do for a television show, because a lot of Fox shows, they're not on there. You know, I can't find Lethal Weapon anywhere that that I don't feel that I should pay for because I didn't catch on to the season beforehand for a free television show. And the thing with Blu-ray sales, too, you and it's been proven time and time again, you can have an entire series on Netflix. But if it's a good enough series, people will still go buy the Blu-rays yeah. because they want those special features. And I'm, I'm thinking about picking up the Blu-ray, that Blu-ray set of Next Generation yeah. and things on fucking Two services. <laughs> right. And I, I mean, I went to uh, Amoeba and they were selling it for 25 bucks a pop for a season on Blu-ray. That's good, too. Yeah. So, you know, fuck that, you know, and Pat, and I, Adam and I were actually talking about like, well, maybe when we start a new season, we'll buy the the, se- the buy that season. <laughs> you know? Right. So we can watch the, the remastered cut. Mm. Oh, I already told my wife I want to buy that fucking Blu-ray set. <laughs> 41 discs. Yep. All right. All right. So I guess uh, I guess we should move on to the final topic of the evening. What the actual fuck? Right. And and my my story is really a what the actual fuck I even that I even titled it. Seriously, what? (laughs) And (laughs) and this comes from Ars Technica in Indiana. It's legal for adults to have consensual sex with a minor age 16 to 17, but it is illegal to sext those same minors the Indiana Supreme Court ruled this week. The decision reinstated sexting charges against an adult who texted new images of himself to a girl he knew was 16. The state's highest court ruled five to uh, five to zero, noted that the charges against 40 year old defendant Shamir Takar, a high school teacher who had been removed from his post, are inconsistent with the balances against the state laws for consensual sex. But the state lawmakers are not are, are not the Supreme Court. Can't, uh, but the state lawmakers and not the Supreme Court can rectify that if they want to. The court ruled uh, a lower court tossed out the original charges last year because Indiana's law allowed minors as young as 16 to consent to have sexual relations. Takar did not have sex with the girl who was in Oregon. The defendant, who faces a maximum of three years in prison if convicted, argued that it was patently illogical to hold someone criminally criminally criminally. <laughs> liable for sending nude pictures to a minor, yet it is legal to expose themselves to minors in person. The Indiana court, the Indiana ruling is a, among a string of cases in which sexting laws are clearly nonsensical. Last month, for example, the Washington State Supreme Court upheld the conviction under the state child porn laws of a 17-year-old boy who sent a picture of his own erect penis to a 22-year-old woman. The case illustrated a bizarre situation in which the juvenile defendant was both the predator of the transmitting child porn and the victim of it. Last year, they reported on a similar case out in Texas where it was legal to have sex with someone as young as 17 years old, but is considered child pornography to have nude pictures 
of someone under 18, even if he or she is 17 and the same person you had sex with. Uh, then there is the 2015 case of two North, two North Carolina teens charged with child porn accusations for consensually sexting one another. One of the teens was accused of possessing child pornography because he had nude pictures of himself on his phone. Mm -hmm. The arrest warrant for the uh, boy's girlfriend described her both as victim and a predator. Uh, Right? That's a real that's a real situation. Isn't it? <laughs> that's a real what the actual fuck just happened here. It's like you can have sex with with a 16 year old girl. Just don't sex or anything. Right. That's. <sighs> <sighs> it's it's like, like they were all fucking sipping that Kool-Aid. Like it doesn't make some, any sense. Some people were acting brand fucking new is really what this yeah. whole thing was about. 100% dude. Oh my god. Anyway, what you I'm, got? now I'm just confused. <laughs> I know, like, <laughs> this one was mine's funny. We're going to end on a funny note. <laughs> if Baltimore High School was evacuated and five people taken to a hospital on Thursday in a hazmat scare that turned out to be a pumpkin spice air freshener. <laughs> that shit yeah. will kill you. That shit will get you every time. The the Cristo Ray Jesus Jesus? Okay. Yeah, high school. Sure. Um, <laughs> wrote on its website that a strange odor was detected on the third floor at 2.30 p.m. It was a smell that they certainly weren't used to. Bill Heisner, first of all, high school students are used to the smell of pumpkin spice. They about basic as fuck. <laughs> Let's be honest. The no, no, they weren't used to that because they're used to the pot smell. That oh, they yeah. usually, that's usually that they, that they encounter. <laughs> Bill Heiser, the school's president, told the Baltimore Sun it appeared to be getting stronger. I could just imagine some kid like going, dude, what kind of weed you get? I don't know. That Damn. shit smells weird. You got that, you got that skunk? Bro? What the fuck? <laughs> the school was evacuated with emergency medical teams treating some people on the scene as like, treating them for what? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> on the scene as the Baltimore City Fire Department's hazmat unit investigated the odor. Five members of our community were transported to area hospitals as a precautionary measure. For what? The local CBS station reported that four of their patients taken to the hospital reported nausea due to the... They're just being dramatic teenagers. Oh, man, that fucking dead spells making me sick, bro. What, do they have hazmat teams in front of Starbucks all around? Right. The sun said the odor was traced to a plug-in aerosol air freshener with a pumpkin spice scent. Oh my God. It's better safe than sorry, Baltimore Fire spokesman Roman Clark told the newspaper. <laughs> the school said classes will be held as normal on Friday. Um, <laughs> just what what the fuck, dude? Like, Yo, seriously. Man, that, that's Frappuccino smell, man. It's got me feeling all weird. I, I got to go to the hospital. <laughs> Are you trying to tell me these, these motherfuckers don't know what pumpkin spice smells yeah, like? Fucking no. Come on. Same guy was there a test that day? That's what I want right, to know. Exactly. <laughs> What's there a test? Um, I fucking I titled the story in the in the show notes. Pumpkin spice is back to kill your children. <laughs> well, that's some truth there. I mean, yeah. that's just that's just sounded legal advice. You know, <laughs> pumpkin, <laughs> pumpkin spice. spice. That's that pumpkin spice. That's gonna get you. <laughs> My biggest problem with pumpkin spice lattes: we didn't need anything else to have pumpkin in it. <laughs> right. It's so much pumpkin. My and, problem and with pumpkin spice is pumpkin spice. Right. It's just, that's just my problem with it. 
my problem with pumpkin spice lattes is that I just I want my coffee to taste like coffee. <laughs> you know that's weird, but it's sound. My problem with pumpkin spice is them girl that them ladies with yoga pants getting that pumpkin spice. Mm. That ain't a, that ain't a problem. No, that's a problem when you when you know you in public. <laughs> that's a Riker lean problem. <laughs> Jesus Christ! So that's our show. <laughs> Please, please rate and review the show on iTunes because it always helps. You want to catch any of our back catalog? We don't even charge for it. You can go on Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and Google Play Music. If you want to hear more about this conversation about uh, the Riker lean, just go to our Patreon page. That's right. (laughs) As well as our website, theleadsgeeks.com. If you want to suggest stories for the show, you can definitely hit us up on Facebook or Google, our Google Plus pages. We're on other social media outlets as well, Twitter and Instagram, both under the under the name The Lazy Geeks, all one word. Uh, any feedback you want to give us, definitely head to our website, thelazygeeks.com, or send it to our mailbag at thelazygeeksnetwork at gmail.com. <laughs> Okay, okay, Robbie. Um, what's it, Johnny Five? That's not compute. Johnny Five is alive. Input. <laughs> and you can find me on the internet on Twitter at a middle aged geek, Instagram middle aged underscore geek, and you can check out my other podcast every Wednesday, the Extended Play Movie Podcast. This week we're actually talking about composers, and uh, we kick off our. Uh, our four episode arc talking about the the scores of John Williams. And those of you in movies and pop culture should know who John Williams is. Uh, right. you, you can grab it on iTunes, Stitcher and Google Play Music. Follow my Facebook page, facebook.com slash the middle age geek. And you can check out my other musings at the middle age geek.com. And I'm on Twitter. <laughs> Uh, at Sapien TLG. <laughs> and be sure to tune in on Friday for our new Away Team podcast. Uh, this week we're talking about the introduction of one of the next generation's greatest enemies, Q Who. Mm. And um, also, uh, you may have noticed last week uh, we're doing some mini sods. So, just a reminder to you guys, we did a mini soda of last week's episode. Uh, what was it? Um, for um, Star Trek Discovery. And it's just really quick, 20, 25 minute discussion about the episode. We will have one this week, which Adam and I need to discuss as when we're going to do that. <laughs> I'm going to try to drop it a little earlier than Friday, you know. Um, Never. That's when we're going to do it. <laughs> so, uh, so we'll do that. And um, also, just a real quick uh, note if you guys noticed, the show was a lot shorter this week. Uh, we're making, we made some changes to kind of, I kind of felt the, the 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 shows were getting a little a little heavy um, and meeting time, so a little, long l- a little long in the tooth, you know. So, um, you know, we're we're we've stripped out some of the stuff that we felt were was kind of you know stretching the show out. So that's why you're going to see this coming in at under an hour and a half. Um, but uh, yeah, so going forward, we and we've I've also updated the website, cool backgrounds, stuff like that. So definitely check out our stuff over there. So uh, that is it for us this week. So until next time, peace out.
This has been a production of the Lazy Geeks Network. Available only at thelazygeeks.com.